Welcome to Unexplained South Africa. I'm your host, Yaku, and today I'm joined by Brennan and Alex. Hello, hello. Hello, guys. On Unexplained South Africa, we talk about the paranormal, supernatural, cryptids and critters, legends and lore, crime and conspiracies, the unsolved and the unexplained. If you're new here, welcome to the show. Please subscribe to Unexplained South Africa podcast on whichever platform you listen on. Also, please like and follow us on Facebook at Unexplained South Africa, as well as on Instagram and YouTube. We upload new episodes every week, and if you're already subscribed, please recommend the podcast to friends and family. If you'd like to support the show, please head to our Facebook page for merch and other stuff that helps us keep the show alive and enable us to make more episodes for your listening pleasure. Please note to our international listeners that English is our second language, and there might be some south african slang words that you will not recognize the podcast is intended for mature listeners as there is strong language used so get ready for this week's section personal paranormal encounters part one this week's episode is a personal to all three of us as it's brennan's mom who submitted the story for us to do she has submitted a few, but we're only going to cover one off in this episode. In future episodes, we're going to cover others. Uh, just a quick backstory. Both my aunt and uncle were in the police force at the time. This was either a flat in the police barracks or it was a flat they rented. I tried my best to translate this from Afrikaans, so the syntax and word structure might be a bit weird. But please bear with us, as it will be better in future episodes. Just to bear in mind, uh, this is Brendan's mother. So this is the first time he, uh, for him hearing this story. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> so all this happened in apartment 16. The first apartment I stayed in after I got married was very bad. From the first moment I walked in there, I felt something was wrong. I had an incredible fear of the hallway. I was afraid to walk down the hallway to where the rooms were. I was too scared at night to get up to go to the bathroom. The toilet was right in the middle of the hallway between the kitchen and the bathroom. Incredibly weird and strange things happened. And every time I thought I was imagining it, or sure it was due to stress or my blood sugar was too low. Maybe after all, it was just my imagination. Each time, I tried to seek an acceptable excuse for what had happened. So because I was so close to work, I could go home every lunchtime. I would then put laundry in the washing machine. For example, before work, I put in laundry, went home at lunchtime to hang it up. One such lunchtime, it was raining. I then did not hang up the laundry, which was most of Sean's uniforms, but threw them open in the living room over the living room set. Sean was working shifts in Kajisu at the time, so he was not close enough to just stop for something to eat. When I walked into the apartment that afternoon after work, all the laundry was neatly folded up, dry, and was neatly packed on a pile on one chair in the living room. I was surprised that Sean came home, and especially the uniform pants were all dry and that he folded it up and packed it so neatly surprised me. After he got off duty, I asked him when he was at home. Even more strangely, why I drove all the way back from Kajisu so late in the afternoon, 
only to go, go back to Kahisu again to finish his shift. He was very surprised that I thought he was home throughout the afternoon. My only logical solution, I think, of is that maybe there's a cleaning lady working somewhere at the apartments and that she might have another key for the apartment. All I could think is that she may not have known that they already moved new people in and then tied it up while she thought it was still the previous resident staying there. It never happened again after that. I was standing in the kitchen one afternoon after work, peeling potatoes, when something knocked at me from inside the kitchen cupboard where I was standing. It was a definite hard knock, like when somebody knocks on a door. I thought, who will knock so hard on a front door that it sounds so clear in the kitchen? I opened the front door, but there was no one. Just a few minutes later, it happened again. I could hear it was right at my feet on the inside of the cupboard but still thought maybe it was someone at the front door. I then looked through the kitchen window, and there was no one. The third time I opened the kitchen cupboard door, I thought maybe some of the stuff inside the cupboard was skewed and fell over little by little. Nothing. Everything was 100%. Imagine standing in the kitchen and something is knocking you from the inside the cupboard. <laughs> yes. I don't know what. There, there isn't any logical explanation for that. Nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> yes. I wonder what type of knocks was it? Like, uh, or was it like a hard? Yeah, imagine. Like a, uh, what do you call that? Steel knockers that you get on the door that peak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine. Do you think it was more than, uh, more than like once or twice? Maybe because if it's, I guess it was like a knock because. She thought there was someone at the door, so it must have been like a. Imagine, imagine that it had rhythm with it. Yeah, and imagine the guy from the cupboard. Okay, but I, yeah, that must be scary. Yeah, because she, my mom said, um, "Who will knock so hard on the front door right now?" So I think yeah. it, it was really hard. Yeah, you shit. It must have been more than one knock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because if you knock on a front door, then it will be like more than one. It will be three times or like a usual knock if you get to a door. Yeah, so. opening the cupboard door like, hello. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> go on. Yes, yeah, I mean, yo, yo, go on. Uh, there's an interesting thing where it says if you hear knocks at night, it's like uh, when you hear three distinct knocks. That's like an insult to the Holy Trinity. What? Yeah. Well, now I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking, yeah. It's like an insult. Wow. Yes. Where did you hear? Uh, yeah. It's just common knowledge. Or... Yeah. It's what I've heard. What I've read. Yeah. Wow. Interesting, but fucking scary. I do not want to get three knocks <laughs> in the night. Yeah. <laughs> I have become more and more afraid to walk down the corridor. I got so bad that I kept a duvet and pillow in the kitchen. I was even too scared to walk from the kitchen to the living room's door across the kitchen. It felt like somebody was watching me all the time. Oh my <laughs> if Sean worked night shifts, I slept in the kitchen on the floor, so I didn't have to walk down the hallway. If I was in the toilet, I was fine, but I did not want to get out into the hallway. It was horrible. 
if I was in the bedroom, I was okay. But it was terrifying to walk down the hallway. Yes, Yaku. Yeah, sorry. Like what I'm reading now, and you're saying, yes, my mom. I know she's not a scary pants, so yeah, uh, not she's not. All. Yeah, not at all. So if she's afraid, yeah, that she sleeps in the kitchen. Yes, yeah, that I think that must have been holy shit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Good. I wonder if she had previous experiences, like uh, when she was a child. Was this her first real experience, uh, one that she can't forget, or was it? Did, did she have similar experiences when she was smaller? Do you know, Brendan? Um, actually, no, I'm not sure because, like, well, this is the first time I've read the beginning of the story, so I'm not sure what. Yeah, see, we can ask, we can ask her because I know. Uh, well, I'm okay. gonna call her after this, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is scary. So your first time hearing the story in detail. Yeah, this is the first time I've heard about the the, the creepy barracks when she was in the bar. I think it was in the barracks. I'm not sure, but I've heard about the creepy place that they lived at, but never in such detail or wow. when. She had to sleep in a kitchen because she was too scared. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I've, I, I've read this story and uh, you're in for a treat, huh? If you don't what? know all the detail. <laughs> yeah. So you can go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> read, read Brendan the story. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, when I was pregnant with my eldest, if I wanted to go to the bathroom at night and Sean was not there, I held out until it was light in the morning. If he was, I woke him up, and then he had to stand in the hallway in front of the toilet door. In the meantime, a constable was working in my office that day. He asked if the apartments I stayed in were nice. I said, no, I'm very scared and where stuff is happening. He then asked about some of the stuff. He said when his father cleanses houses, he first puts salt on a mirror and leaves it overnight. If the salt was disturbed, then there was energy in the room. Have you guys seen the first paranormal activity where they put baby powder on the floor and then there's the footprints in the hallway? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. The freaky footprints. Yeah. But, um, yeah, sure, it's almost like uh, supernatural in the same way where they put salt at the windows and stuff. Yeah, don't they put it around the house or something? But uh, I wonder how the salt looks when it's disturbed. Do you think that you have to flatten the salt and then maybe leave it? Because it says in front of the mirror. So maybe do you think it has something to do with the mirror? Yeah, if I were to put salt on it, I would put it on the mirror, like a flat mirror. And then maybe it's like uh, sound particles or something that it like vibrates the salt into patterns. I don't know. That's crazy. I want to see how, the, how it looks when it's disturbed. I'll see if I can't find images online and then put yeah, it on that, would, that, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. Be cool. But imagine, uh, I wouldn't try it myself because uh, imagine, <laughs> imagine no, it's disturbed the next day. <laughs> yeah, how do you sleep? How do you go back home after work after that? Yes. Yeah. Y- Yaku, haven't you? Uh, you told me something about that pink salt that you throw in front of the uh, windows. What, do you, what is that? Isn't that the similar or is, it, uh, is that different like pink salt to keep things out? Okay, so what I've read is that the pink salt, it's got positive vibes. So 
Okay. You put it in your mirror, oh, in your mirror, in front of your in your window. Um, during the day, the sun positively charges the crystals, and you know during the night time, it gives off positive energy. Okay, yeah, so it, it, it makes like sense. Words of bad energy. Is yeah, that something like that. Yeah, yeah. Pink Himalayan salt. What's the name? Pink Himalayan salt. Yeah. It's you can. It's it's the same as you get those uh, salt lamps. It's oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those big yeah, pink uh, yeah. blocks. It's just uh, more okay. cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I guess you have to keep it in the sun if it's if it's charges with the sun. Yeah, because it's like a crystal, most like salt is a crystal, yeah. and like I don't know, like if you've heard of crystal that like people that has crystals, they put them in the moonlight and all of that stuff. I think it works in a similar way, maybe. <laughs> okay, I never, I know crystals like uh, I wouldn't. I want to use the right terminology. Uh, like they have necklaces and uh, certain crystals have certain. I, I I don't know. My knowledge isn't too wide on this, but uh, too broad. But I know the crystals give off energy, or yes. they're specific crystals. Yeah. So. Uh... Brennan's mom, she bought me and Brennan uh, snowflake obsidian spirits. Uh, so they, if you wear it and you believe in crystal power, then that prohibits overthinking. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Overthinking. <laughs> and did it work? <laughs> well, I'm not wearing it now and I can't bloody speak. So, yeah, <laughs> even me. <laughs> calms your mind and stops you from overthinking. Or maybe okay. you try to wear it and then uh, see if it works. <laughs> I'm going to get mine. Mine is at my mom's house, actually, with a, in a crystal bowl. So <laughs> I'm going to fetch it. Yeah. I need it. Okay, yeah, but let's continue with the story. Yes, I'm, I want to see what's happening next. Yo. But what he told me is that I will be able to communicate telepathically with this person. He said, then just to be mindful of it, you will know immediately if he's there. Just chat in your mind with him if you sense him. You will get answers, but you'll know it instinctively. He then asked, how do you think this person looked? I said, I think it's a guy with very light brown or dark blonde hair. He also wears gold framed glasses. So, just to give you a time frame, uh, this happened close to 30, 29, 30 years ago. Because my oldest cousin is turning 30 this year. So, it happened before that a little bit. Or before yeah, he was born. Somewhere there. Oh, yeah. Then it makes sense with the, the, the fashion style and that for that time. Maybe? Yeah, the gold glasses, definitely. Yeah, you don't okay, see okay. Yeah. Those Ray-Ban type round. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, 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 I understand. I, I got you. <laughs> okay. Okay. That same afternoon, I was busy in the kitchen. I was standing with my back to the door, making food when I felt him coming into the kitchen. It was a flurry of goosebumps one after the other came over me like i'm um, getting now <laughs> yo uh, 
goosebumps. Uh, in Afrikaans, we call goosebumps hunderflees, which translates to chicken skin. Okay, back to the story. Uh, <laughs> I stood there. Fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. I stood there and I thought to myself, if you don't leave me alone, I'll find that man to remove you. What happened next, I will never forget for the rest of my life. It was probably one of the worst things that ever happened to me. The kitchen lights started to flash like in the movies. And my fridge started to shake back and forth. So bad that one side lifted about 10 centimeters from the floor. Then it fell back. Then lifted the other side up as if somebody was trying to push it over. The stuff in the fridge started to break as well. What? My first reaction was it must be an earthquake. I ran out of the apartment and stood outside. I trembled from head to toe. Then I realized no one else was coming out. I was running down the hallway and then saw an apartment's door open, about three or four apartments from mine. I knocked on the door and I asked, did you feel the earthquake? I was looked upon with astonishment like, no, there wasn't an earthquake. And that day I realized <laughs> you don't play with these things. It's real and they do get angry. What? 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 <laughs> Yo. Yeah, that's so she so she so she talked to the thing immediately. The shake started to happen, thought it was a uh, immediately thought it was an earthquake, ran out and didn't think immediately she was talking to the ghost and it was the ghost. So she was definitely giving <laughs> giving it this benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. Not wanting yes. to believe there's a ghost in the house. Yeah, you know, because what it's not the normal thing that happens. So yeah, your yeah, first okay. reaction must be it's like an earthquake or like something yeah. something imagine, reasonable. Imagine, yeah. Imagine being that in that situation, knowing there's not an earthquake, that was a real thing. I, 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 I don't want that. to be ever, ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's no me neither. If that had yeah unexplained, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> if that happens, I'm just like, take me. I'm all yours. Just take me. <laughs> <laughs> take me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Do what you must. Yo. <laughs> and I've never heard this story before. I can't. Yes. Yaku, let's go on. Let's go on. Okay, just a short break and then a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Shimmy's Lamps and Accessories. Novelty wall-mounted lamps made from steel. Are you a geek and want some huge Superman and Witcher lamp for your geek cave? Do you need custom-made Justice League and Avenger-themed coasters? Maybe some geometric wall art? Shimmy's lamps is the way to go. It's handcrafted in South Africa and it's shipped nationally. Keep an eye out for them at Comic-Con Africa as well as Comic-Con Cape Town. You can find them on Facebook as well as Instagram. That's Shimmy's lamps and accessories. You can use the referral code UNEXPLAINED to redeem 10% off your next purchase. One evening, Sean and I was home. We got into bed. The light had a switch above the bed's headset and at the door. So one could turn off the light while you're in bed. I was laying on my side when Sean switched off the light. Then a man stood right in front of me next to the bedside. The strangest thing is, even before I could make any movement or sound, Sean jumped up and put the light on. He immediately asked, what's wrong? I said, there was a man in the room, 
in which he grabbed his weapon and went through the apartment. Of course, nothing was there. But he then said afterwards he got a weird feeling, even before I responded. Instinctively knew that it wasn't a burglar. What the fuck? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine experiencing that. No. Yo. Yeah. But 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 the, the, what bugs me is you said um you turned the light off and before my mom could make any sudden or a move or a sound, he knew something was wrong. So I don't know. Did my mom give up like uh, uh, energy or did she do something? Or did he see it as well? Or you? <laughs> That's scary. Why? Yeah. Why? The, the perfect timing just before you switch off the light. Show yourself. Make yeah. He, he had he did, he had an agenda. Let me just. <laughs> he wanted yeah. to scare them as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But see, like my no. father just all of a sudden jumped up and pulled out his weapon. Or or did I? Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. So I think that's the, the only explanation you can think of. If there's, if she's, if, if you think there's a man, obviously you're not gonna. First thing is not gonna be there's a ghost. It's gonna be oh, there's a man. Uh, get yeah, protect. Yeah, adrenaline's rushing. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, um, my mom didn't tell my father that there was something, or she didn't oh, yeah. make a sound. So how did he know something was wrong? Instinctively, instinctively, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, it's so, okay, it's like a, a sixth sense. <laughs> mm. But it's interesting, but fuck, it's scary, man. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, Wunderflies. <laughs> yeah, okay. The Oculus okay. Gone. This is so cool. Okay, not so cool, but it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of creepy, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I was very upset. I had an appointment with my gynecologist that day. I was about seven or eight months pregnant then. When he examined me, he asked me why I was in such a state, to which I then asked what he meant, because I did not see myself as in a state. The doctor said that if my stomach muscles were very stressed, I was going to harm the baby. He then asked if my husband and I were fighting. Then I said no. He said he was going to let me lie down for a few minutes and relax. And if he came back, I should tell him the truth. So, so he thought, he thought he, she and her husband was fighting. <laughs> he didn't believe it. Yeah, but, yes, but see, like, the first thing he, he saw was that my mom wasn't herself or that something was wrong. So I know my mom and she always looks happy and... She never looks stressed. So I think in that way, if you walk in and he says, what's going on? Then you must know. (laughs) Yes, weird chat. Weird, weird, weird. It it said he examined her and saw her muscles was stressed, her stomach muscles. Now, how do you tell a doctor you saw a ghost the previous night? But that is just what I was going to do. And then he responded by telling me that you know you can talk to them. And my doctor even told me exactly what the constable was saying. is just talk to this person and then tell him to leave you alone. So in that same week, I was vacuum, 
vacuuming the carpets in the living room one afternoon. I could clearly feel the presence coming into the room, changing the whole atmosphere. You just feel how the air pressure changes, and then you get a flurry upon flurry of goosebumps. I thought, just stay calm and talk in your mind. Just stay calm. <laughs> what? <laughs> just stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, after hearing you could speak to them. So I said in a very calming way, because I remember that fridge incident very well. I'm married young, I'm pregnant now, but I'm so scared of you that my doctor says my fear is affecting the baby. I'm not going to let them remove you. You can come and go as you want. All that I ask of you is that you're not around here when I'm at home. And then, yeah, I felt him again after that. And that is the day I got home from the hospital after Bjorn's birth. Bjorn is my eldest cousin. But it was different. He just came to see what Bjorn looked like. I knew it instinctively. I could feel it was different than usual. Yeah. That's scary. So he just, he, he, he never showed himself after she asked, but only came to see Bjorn. That's, that's, that's crazy. So he, he knew she was pregnant and everything. So this, this ghost, uh, <laughs> yeah. And see, why just to come look at my brother? It's it's kind of weird or interesting in a way yeah. because why just come to look at my brother? Is it like there's some new presence in the room? He wants to know what it is or... Yeah. I hmm. feel like, yeah, that's scary. So, um, <laughs> so reading this, I feel like I don't know what a ghost... Uh, I know what a ghost is and the past life and stuff, but we really don't know. So leading up to this, maybe it was a, it has to be a human. Do you guys think it was like a human and an entity or poltergeist or whatever spirits they're out there? But for me, him coming to look at Bjorn, knowing that she was pregnant, having a baby, I feel like that's a human um, interaction. Do you think this, this must have been definitely a, a ghost, a human? previously or what do you guys think yes that that's a good question um it i don't know it 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 makes sense if you put it that way because um, yeah. like because see, i don't know really what spirits are and stuff and it really intrigues me this is why we started this podcast but exactly um, <laughs> i don't we we don't really know the answers or i don't for for me i don't know what a ghost actually is so um we all know that go- ghosts are of maybe people that died and still living in this uh, present time, but um, I, I I know there are different types of ghosts or whatever you may call it, but I feel like this must have been a human if it was. But obviously, uh, she said that um, she thinks it's a guy with with golden um, goggles and what brill? What's brill? Glasses. Glasses. Uh, obviously a guy with golden glasses and brown hair, so it must have been a guy, but I feel like this just confirms uh, that he wants to come and look at Bjorn, that it's a, a human interaction, Well, it, human it, instinct. Yeah, it makes sense if you put it that way, because like, see, um, if somebody you know gets a baby, and then her friends and everybody wants to see that baby. So yeah. that I think that situation is like a, a very human-y, situation yeah, more logical yeah 
But so he must have respected her space. Uh, and, and she said that when he, he, he came to look at Beyond, she knew it was a different feeling. It wasn't like a bad vibe she got from him. Yeah, see, so I think that's a, um, like a, a human situation or what do you yeah. call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, maybe, I don't know. Let Maybe somebody can answer it sometime when they listen to us. Yeah. Maybe they can yeah, give they us can a better us answer. Yeah, what the different types of ghosts and spirits and whatever, what have you. Yeah, and but what they think ahead. about that, yeah. Yeah, but let me tell you guys, uh, uh, oh, Yaku, go on. I have an interview with a medium coming up in one of the episodes, so... You're joking, awesome. You know, I've, I've organized, cool. so we can... Uh, we can we should compile a list of questions. A medium lined up, and then a lady who does exorcisms. So that will be. Can I? <laughs> I feel like I want to <laughs> participate in that one, but I also fifty percent doesn't want to participate in that. I want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's gonna be cool. That's gonna be cool. I think so. So let me tell you guys a, a quick story about this fun fact, which is really scary actually. Um, when Yaku first received this story from my aunt, um, he sent it to me, and I quickly read through it and stuff. And as I read it, uh, my father was sitting next to me and, I, and um, just background story. Uh, my mother is my aunt who is telling this story, sister, and my father is obviously married to her. And I told this story and he said he knew about this. But I, I read through the story and everything and he told me when Bjorn was born and uh, a bit older than uh, I think two months, I don't know. Um, he said he was babysitting with my mother at this uh, specific apartment and they were la laying in bed. Oh, I think they were on the couch. I don't know. Either way, uh, you could look at the hallway from where they were sitting. And um, obviously they were babysitting beyond. So he said, my father said he felt something also really weird in the hallway and coming from my father you know my father is a skeptic he's a he's an old timer he doesn't believe in this stuff and he doesn't want to talk about it he, he'd rather not to and i i feel like when he's when he's saying he's feeling something weird you must know this is <laughs> this is he's not this joking is around weird. But, yeah this is weird <laughs> but which is scary what is scary is that he told me that uh, later on the night um he actually saw a shadow and he said he knew there was something, and um, he also knew it wasn't human. And <laughs> for, for my dad saying that, you have to know that it, it, that's legit. So he said all he had, he, he did was he said in Afrikaans, fuck off. <laughs> so in English, <laughs> he, he, he cursed it away. And uh, yeah, the thing went away. Luckily, he didn't put on the lights on and off and through the... Through the, uh, <laughs> the couches and the stuff around. Right? Yeah, yeah, luckily... <laughs> but uh, I think my father was maybe scary enough because, uh, so yeah, he said the thing went away, but he immediately knew. And for, for me, hearing this from my father uh, just confirms this, this story and makes it more scary for me on a personal level. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, I can think. Yeah, no, this is. <laughs> I can't believe I've never heard this story before. Like, yeah, never ever. Not from my mom. Not from my dad. This is yeah, the well, first you time. Haven't the, you haven't yeah. heard the ending. <laughs> Just wait what's coming. Oh, is the, oh okay, okay, okay. <laughs> There's more to this. There's more. Yaku, go on. Chat? Okay.
a female colleague walked with me into the break room one day and she heard I got married in the meantime and I was pregnant. She asked where I was staying. I said in the flats, number 16. She said, oh hell, isn't this the apartment where your buddy shot himself? What? I became frozen from head to toe. I then tried to stay calm and just asked what had happened. She said uh, when he worked at murder and, and robbery unit, his wife was locked up for thousands of rands worth of fraud. He couldn't handle the hum- humiliation, then folded up a towel, lay down in the hallway in front of the toilet's door and shot himself in the head. She then took out an old group photo where he was on. Needless to say, gold-framed glasses, blonde brown hair, the lot. Just as I thought. So I was right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am. Yo. I can fucking interface my ear. Holy shit. Brennan, he just said he got uh, goosebumps in his eyes. Luxem. <laughs> <Lexa>. Yo. <laughs> and be lucky you didn't. You weren't born that time. <laughs> yes, sir, luckily. But fuck, let me just put on a light or something. <laughs> Can you guys just imagine how it must feel like to sense a person like she's in the kitchen and she feels a presence walking in and she knows it's a guy with brown hair and glasses on. It's imagine. it's weird to imagine just how your brain can comprehend what's happening. Yeah, yes, because... I I can think okay because like see I've spoken to my mother previously about um energies and the way she described it to me um is like if you let's say you have a human side and a paranormal side if you are a, a human and you want to connect to a paranormal to that that paranormal side then you use like twenty percent of your energy this is not all just like an explanation it's not exactly or something like that or even if i'm correct yeah yeah but the way it made it made sense is like if the paranormal is wants to communicate with you they use like all of it like a hundred percent of energy and that's why fridges and stuff can move because there's so much energy in that room that they want to communicate with you or yes or goosebumps yet that yeah, that's um, so, so <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm assuming that uh because she she can uh, people told her that she can speak to them so she's more sensitive to this stuff so this stuff uh like ghosts try to uh knows she uh she can talk to them and what what have you and uh, I feel like it, it it would rather waste energy talking to her than trying to talk to us. That's why we don't, because we're not sensitive, like me, I'm not sensitive to this stuff. I've never had an experience. Touch wood, I do not want to have an experience. But uh, I feel like a <laughs> ghost wouldn't use its energy to show something to me or try to speak to me uh, getting across. Do you think, do you think uh, ghosts try to tell a story or what do you think? Why do they sometimes show themselves to people um so what i think is like you say sensitive i don't think it's that's like sensitive in a way it's more open so okay 
the doctor and the the what was the was it the captain or what in the Con in the constable, I think. constable yeah 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 they told her that she can communicate with it and nobody ever told her that she can communicate so now she was open to that okay now my brain is wow. okay i can actually talk to them so in in a whole like so it's a circle, almost like inviting so them not inviting them open. but being open, open yeah yeah you you understand that you can talk to them yes it's actually very freaky but it it makes sense if you're open to something or if you want to talk to them or let them show their presence i think that that yeah but do that you makes think, it do you think yeah. Yeah, so so let's say um you're willing to be open and and they want to talk do you think they always try to there's there's a reason why they so show themselves do you think they have a story to tell the person because like in this story he killed himself um like do you think they have a message to to tell or is it just a, a random act of of showing themselves you know do you see think... uh, what i think is like they're hanging on to something so let's say this guy shot himself so that's an impulsive decision at that moment that ah. maybe he wasn't really ready to do it so then he hangs on to something say like he didn't want to do it or something and then let's say a car crash that somebody died in a car crash and they were or they're haunting that road or whichever i think that's okay. a whole different situation thing. but it's something that happened that's keeping them behind not letting go yeah 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 something like that, that maybe... i think I feel like I feel like, in my opinion, they they um because you you hear sometimes people have experiences seeing um a ghost that that that's dead or uh, or died. So I feel like they they reenact that moment in time to tell a story. I don't know. Maybe I'm just it, I'm yes. just no. I I agree with you. Definitely. Um, yeah. So what I think, like you say, uh, like the ghost taunting the road. Is it a haunting or is it like a videotape or a or a, a video playing back over time? They yeah. experiencing so when you look at them, you seeing a person standing there doing something. But maybe they've been doing that for 10, 20 years now. Is it is it a like a repeating on a loop? That's yeah. what I want to say. That's a good question. I want to. That's that's that, really interesting way of looking at it. Like you yeah. can get a intelligent ghost that is making contact, or it wants to let you see it, or you get the ghost lady that walks through the walls because that's where she walked when she was alive, and now you built a wall Ooh. in the way you remodeled the house above yo. the kitchen yo, yo. where she used to walk through and I think now... that's one of the questions we have to talk to uh when we have the medium on uh is it the medium? definitely the medium yeah 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 i think we should ask this question uh when we have the medium on that could be that could be interesting because i've never thought about it this way yeah yeah, yeah. that's interesting no, definitely. so 
do you guys think this was like a ghost haunting or a poltergeist? Because there's there's different types. A, a ghost is like something you'll see. A poltergeist is something you can't see, like a, a physical outline, and then it moves stuff in your house. Yeah, so intelligent, like you said, like it's maybe a videotape replaying. So the, I, I wonder what's the distinction of that. But it's interesting to me. I wonder also what's the distinction between how do you know if a ghost is good or if it's bad or if it's only if if it's bad is it a demon what classifies that cuz uh, uh what do you think maybe uh if a ghost is is peaceful it's like or, or, or let's say if if a ghost is bad and it's um you definitely feel a bad energy do you think that's correlated with how he died so brennan what do you think about the story this is scary huh yeah well it's, this is the first time I've heard about this. I've heard about the story in the barracks, but in such detail, I've never heard about it. It's so freaky. I'm going to call my mom right after this to ask about this stuff. So, yeah, no. Um, but is is this this story, or is it finished now, or is there more? Oh, Yaku, maybe you can give it or from my mom. There's a few footnotes she, she added at the bottom. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we can go on to another story on a different, different date. Okay, so there's more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe there's like five, five ghost stories. So, okay, so uh, she she writes here at the end of the letter. Uh, things I learned in this apartment. If you're alone in a room and it feels like somebody is watching you, then you're right. There is somebody with you. If you're alone in a room and you suddenly get a flurry of goosebumps, then there is someone with you. If unexplained things happen, that is not to say because you cannot explain it that it did not happen. If the air suddenly feels cold or you feel a cold wind and all the windows and doors are closed, then there is someone. You can see them. You're not imagining it. You can talk to them telepathically, and they can hear you. You can make them angry. Do not play games. If someone else is trying to convince you that you imagined stuff, you did not imagine it, do not believe them. Believe in yourself and what you experienced. It is sometimes very disturbing, but that is what it is. That is not to say because others cannot sense or see them that you cannot do it. So, yeah, I read a, a little quote. Are you afraid of the dark or are you afraid of not being alone in the dark? Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is something that... Cause That's a good one, yeah. When I was a child, it was you, you stand by the switch in your room and then... You switch it off and then you run to your covers and it's then you cover yourself. And you because... always feel like chills <laughs> at the back. <laughs> Something is going to grab you. Something's going to grab you. Yeah. Like the always demon like in the hallway. Yeah. I think I wasn't scared of the dog. I was just scared of what's in the dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think like, um, I've heard about stories of people, um, well, not people, people's children, like small, small entities or 
children, like very young, that see stuff and speaks to stuff that isn't there. But do you think they have a wider or are they open yes. to it in a way, maybe? Yes, definitely. Um, I don't want to get in too into it at the moment, but we will cover this in a later episode. Okay, cool. Okay, mm. that sounds... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Okay. I'm excited. Yo. Yeah, that would be that. Is there anything else you guys want to say? From my side, I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep with the light on, as Brennan said. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna search for some salt quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but cool. Thanks, guys. This was a really cool episode. First one for us all. Yeah, no, that this was really something. Yes, I couldn't. I can't believe my mom went through this, and just I never knew about it, and. Just, Just wait till you hear so... the other stories, Brennan. The other stories. I'm are excited. Getting... Yo, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm not hyping it up. It's like it's really. <laughs> this is just a. Just this is just a taste of what's coming. I'm excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it for our pilot episode of Unexplained South Africa. I'd just like to thank you, the audience, for listening. I know some parts were rough, but bear with us. We are just getting started and have a lot of subjects to cover. I'd also like to say thanks to my guests today, Brendan and Alex. Pleasure, pleasure. It was great. Thanks. Yeah, pleasure, Yoko. Yeah, it was, this was really great. Yeah. You can find more on our Facebook page, on Instagram and YouTube. If you'd like to reach out or share a story you would like on the show, you can message me on Facebook, Instagram. All links will be available on the Facebook page. Merch will be out soon. Be prepared next week's episode where we do part two of this three-parter about our own personal paranormal experience.